Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I am your host, Katrina Fava. Thank you for joining us from wherever you are all over the world, wherever you are. For me, it's Monday morning in Toronto. Uh, and we are here today talking about unlocking your femme fatale with Daria Hansen. And um, so before we get, uh, before I introduce my guest, I will tell you a little bit about me if this is the first time you're joining us and a little bit about our show, Messy Adventures in Living. So this radio show is all about jumping into your life feet first uh, without um needing to have all your ducks in a row and without waiting for all the traffic lights to be green. Um, I don't know about you, but I spent a long time trying to get everything right before making a choice. So on this show, we like to explore topics um, and we like to explore jumping in, making choices based on awareness, based on what's fun, based on what's light, and then um, choosing again and again every 10 seconds and creating your life rather than waiting to be perfect before we get going. <clears throat> so here's a couple of things that I do in my life, just a couple. <laughs> um, I'm a mom of three uh, great kids. They're 11 and 9 and 5. They keep me nice and busy and, and hopping. And I'm also a registered pediatric nurse here in Toronto. I teach nursing. Uh, I'm an access consciousness bars and body process facilitator. I have so much fun facilitating the tools of access and um, showing people that they actually can choose and that they can create their lives. Um, I also do some other cute little fun things. I like to create my own um, um, delicious body products. I like to play in my kitchen and create awesome stuff bodies that uh, you can find those at naturallyhappybody.com. I teach baby massage classes. I like to show parents how they can check in and tune in and um, connect and have communion with their babies and their babies' bodies. Um, I love to play with bodies. I love to do um, body work. That's a little bit about me. Um, I am going to introduce Daria Hansen. We are here talking about unlocking your femme fatale today. So Daria is an up-and-coming business and life and body intuitive who's worked with performance artists coaches and healers from all over the world to help them awaken to their best and brightest selves. Daria has been actively traveling the world facilitating classes in access in in consciousness and creating change in people's bodies, lives and businesses. Daria believes that if you unlock all the stuck unconscious energies in your world and from your body, you can create the body and life you've always dreamed of having. Daria believes that everyone is a gift. Are you waiting for someone to acknowledge the gift you truly be? Will you be willing to acknowledge? Will you be willing to acknowledge the gift you be? And is now the time. What a great bio. Welcome, Daria, to Messy Adventures in Living. 
Thank you. I'm so excited to be on this radio show. Thank you for having me over for a chat. Yes. Also, I this topic, I love it. And I just saw you post this somewhere on Facebook, and I was instantly so drawn to it. I was like, I don't even think I truly know what that means, but I like it. <laughs> and Yeah, there is the energy to it that goes, yes, please. Yeah, there really is. Like, I don't even think I really had the need to define it or understand it, which is cool because I tend to do that a lot. Um, but there's something very energetic about these words uh, that's, for, for me anyway, it's really easy to tap into and it's it's potent and I really like it so I'm excited to play and explore. Um, so well, I think, yeah. I, I was just going to say, wanted... yeah, okay, you go. <laughs> the delay thing. No, just you, you, you mentioned such a great point where the, these words specifically have an interesting energy that draws you in and I just would like to emphasize that by giving a little bit more of like the energetic understanding or um, an idea of what kind of like the reason behind why these words are so drawing. Um, Yeah. Well, the uh, unlocking actual acknowledges you have it. (laughs) You have the femme fatale in you. You don't even know what the femme fatale is, but acknowledges that you have that energy. And then we always are in the mode of exploring ourselves, discovering more of us, playing with our being and our capacities that makes us go, what is that the femme fatale that I have in me that I'm not using? And how can I unlock it? So, yeah, I just wanted to say that. Yeah, no, that's cool. And, yes, absolutely, unlocking is already with the idea that you already have it. It's not something that you have to go out and get or find or become because it's already there. Um, So... So if I say you are a femme fatale, does this put a mysterious smile on your face? Um, You're a woman who is willing to be and do anything to get what you want. You're strong, potent, clever, manipulative, arrogant, and even a little dangerous. Nothing stops you. You create a greater world. So are you ready to unleash your femme fatale? we so today we'll, we're going to banish the lies of femme fatale and unlock the potency within it that can create change in the sexiest, most powerful way possible. Um, and I like that um, sexiest, most powerful way. Um, I heard you talk about initially how you I think you said you had a conversation with Gary Douglas um, and he maybe I think you said suggested this topic to you or something like that. Um, yeah. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about how that all how that all came up for you? I would love to actually. It was a really great story. Um, a lot of us have certain energies in us that we have made so wrong, and we do not like we do everything possible and use so much energy to suppress that energy within us making sure that it doesn't show up, it doesn't get unleashed, it doesn't destroy everything around us because we've decided that that energy specifically will basically be a nuclear bomb to the whole world if you let it be. And um, as a access consciousness facilitator, in a lot of facilitator classes, Gary mentions that there are certain classes that you could be teaching that if you would facilitate that class would unlock everything you you are and that you are not embracing. 
Mm-hmm. And that was two years ago in L.A. class. I came over to Gary during the break, and I said, Gary, if I were to teach any class like Dane did on the money, Dr. Dane here, uh, what would that class be? And he said, unlock it in the femme fatale. I looked at him and said, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and he looked at me, smiled with his beautiful smile when you know the universes are going in his head right now. There is possibilities exploding. Yeah. Um, galaxies are being born. And he says, well, you are one, so just go and do it. And then, he, of course, he said, I would never do it, which was a great manipulation of magnitude. <laughs> And it did take me two years. I kept on creating graphics for it or thinking about it, pondering what the femme fatale is, Googling, researching. Because if anything shows up in my world that I'm not willing to be, that I am already, I go in that mode of like, what is that and what judgment have I attached to that or bought into about that energy that has me resisting it so badly that I'm like sweating, getting hot. I <laughs> I can't put my words together. I can't put my thoughts mm-hmm. in a straight line. And uh, so for two years, I was playing with this energy and keep, keeping being in the question, what is femme fatale? And... One day, I woke up and I realized that everything that I was doing was not exactly what I actually desired to do or be in the world, and there is a greater possibility for me here, and there is a certain energy that I came here to unlock that I'm suppressing in me more than anything else, and I asked, what was that? And the only image I had in my head was the femme fatale. And I saw it so clearly, the energetics of that space the femme fatale is. And no research, no definitions that I found online actually are even close to what the space of femme fatale is. There is a lot of judgment in the world that is put on the femme fatale idea. And a lot of it is about the dangerous and a man-eater, the person who right. will come and kill the man, basically, kill their possibilities, kill their lives, kill their futures, um, just to get what she wants. And so there is this weird point of view about you not actually being that in the world, and sometimes it is required. But for you, for us to make sure we're not being that energy, we have to become more of it and then suppress it as a nuclear bomb and keep it contained. That doesn't allow total receiving that the universe would like to play with you with. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's how it was born, basically. And um, now I have classes. I had a class in Seattle and... I have classes scheduled in Hong Kong and Japan and Dubai, and um, we're looking at some classes in the States. And I'm seeing how more and more women are drawn to this energy, and even Mm -hmm. men. Men actually keep talking to me about this energy all the time, which is amazing because they're demanding that energy of us. That energy that we've suppressed, that... The femme fatale is someone who doesn't regret about any of her choices. And this show that you have created is brilliant. 
Messy Adventures. Oh, mm-hmm. Am I correct? Messy yes, Adventures. Yes, you are right? correct. Yes, <laughs> Messy Adventures <laughs> in Living. Yes, thanks. It's a perfect topic um, to explore in life. It's like, what can you mess up that would give you freedom and choice? And San Fatal as a person is a woman who is willing to make any choice to have more awareness. And she would never have a regret with regards to anything she has chosen. She just moves forward. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. yeah, I love it. So um, I, I'm really interested about what you said about men um, and how they're demanding this energy. So um, maybe let's go to break. And then when we come back, we're going to, well, let's explore that a little bit. Um, so you are listening to Messy Adventures in Living with myself, Katrina Fava, and my awesome potent host, Daria Hendon. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back talking about Femme Fatale. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run, assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result, cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613 613- 800-8736 in the UK 033-0001-0625 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm you can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com now here's Petrina with more messy adventures 
Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. Thank you for rejoining us. I'm your host, Petrina Fava, and today we are talking about Femme Fatale with Daria Henson. So, before we went to break, uh, Daria was telling us a little bit about how she got started teaching these classes and uh, facilitating this energy, really, um, with women and and people all around the world. And um, we were just talking about some some of the judgment that comes up. We didn't really get into detail. I think we're going to delve into that maybe a little bit later. But um, Daria, you mentioned um, about men being interested in this energy. And I'm not really surprised, but I kind of would like to go with that. So can you tell us a little bit about, you said that they're demanding this energy. And I love that. So tell me what they're telling you about this. So for very long time, we were taught first as women for many centuries that our place was in the kitchen to take care of the kids to make sure the house is clean, the food is perfect, the husband is all, the shirts are perfectly ironed and sheets are crisp and everybody's happy. And then you come last, basically. But you have to make sure that you actually look good while you're doing it, but all your needs come last. Right. And then, then we went to a different era where women decided that we're going to prove that we are even equal to men. We're not just someone who can stand in the kitchen and cook bare feet pregnant. It's not just what is to us. There is so much more. We have brains, we have intellect, we have creative capacities. We know what's possible in the world. So they went and they put the pants on. Mm-hmm. And we've been dealing with this um, energy kind of like galumping between being only wife, a housewife, a trophy wife, or being this business person who, like, cold-hearted, aloof, totally, like, intellectual. And we haven't been able to bring yet those two together and bring the third part, the element of sexualness that has been made so wrong for many, many centuries in a women's world. And those three together become an incredible, irresistible energy mm-hmm. that create beyond what has been created yet. So when I spoke to, okay, um, I was walking down the streets of New York this morning, right before this show, and I started paying attention more, paying attention to women passing by. Mm-hmm. And... There is so much suppression of the beauty and sexualness and that that energy of carrying yourself and knowing you and being secure and being confident, but without having to prove it, just that being the space for you and not having to have anybody acknowledge it. There is this other opposite energy to it, I'm going to suppress all that and I'm going to hide it and I'm going to, like, it's like almost the being is drawn all the way back in the body and you can't really see the light, the shininess, the brightness and the expensiveness of the female world and we are trying to compensate that energy with the clothes we put on, with the makeup we put on but there is nothing like the natural beauty of the shining being that be that chooses to be 
in any moment anything that she is that works in that moment. And that's the energy that men keep on talking to me about. They go, the more I've been teaching these classes, the more I've been talking, the more I've been pondering, I've been unlocking that in me where I'm bringing all of those elements together, the nurturing, the caring, the kindness of the mother energy and mm-hmm. the intellect and the brightness and the cold um, decision-making and emotionless and feelingless um, space of possibilities and the sexualness where it, I don't just walk in high heels. I don't just walk in my dresses and strut my stuff. I walk with my body. I walk. I work with all of my clothes, with all of my world, mm-hmm. and my possibilities that I'm aware of in the world, and my awarenesses of the world. And I bring all of that together. And when men see that, they go, "Dari, we want more of that." And so I ask, "Why?" Like, what is that that is so irresistible to you guys that you desire and demand? That was the energy of demand. We desire that now. Mm-hmm. And if you, all, actually, all of those men said, that is what we see in a woman. And it hurts us to tears to see you guys diminish yourself and make yourself wow. pathetic, less than, yeah. and small. And wow. I broke down in tears. I was like, what yeah. do you mean? Like, what is that? And they go, because it's, it's not just your body that we love. It's not just mm-hmm. your cooking that we love. It's not just your mothering that we love. We love all of that. That We love that you can outwit us. And you can, <laughs> we love that you can outsmart us. And, yes, a lot of men will not be very happy with it, but the man who actually deserves to be with a woman like you will love it and nurture it and care for it and do anything to let it thrive. And the world needs you guys. And when you said that to me, like all of them said that one sentence, the world needs you guys that way, all of you. I looked Mm -hmm. at them and I said, what do you mean? What is that? To which they said, the the suppression of all energy has been so big so far, where you can only be one or another. And speaking of a messy adventures in living, we all Mm -hmm. have been caught up in making sure we make the right decisions, the right choices, the right, um, we're creating the right futures. And I've been there. I've been married twice. I have a kid who's five years old. My second divorce was not a possibility in my world five years ago at all. There's no way I'm going to make this one right. No. I, I was sure I made the right decision. But femme fatale, the embodiment of all energies that are in a person, in a woman, there is this space of, okay, what actually did my choices create? Mm-hmm. Were they ever wrong? Or did it, was it a step at the time to get what you desire to be, to get what to become, to unlock and unleash all of those characteristics and capacities and talents that you have to create the life, the living, and the future for this planet you are aware of. And as a woman, you are a freaking warrior for a different possibility and different future. You're not just... <laughs> 
created by God, let's say, to mm-hmm. give birth. Just the yeah. act of giving birth, it's like giving birth to the new reality. Every time you give birth, every time you give birth to a new, to new idea and create creation, it's a new future you're creating. And that's how the world has been created ever since it started. It's that progress so that's that's so interesting actually. I was just thinking right before this um show started about the potency of giving birth. <laughs> um and like that whole energy of, you know, as women when we're giving birth, that potency, that femme fatale, that like I am willing to be or do anything to birth this baby right now, you know, like in those last few moments when the baby is being born, it's just really cool that you mentioned that. Um, but that's that's a certain kind of energy too. Yeah, and imagine how much energy you have when you're pregnant to create right. the baby. Yes, exactly. And then to give birth to the baby and then to restore your body. And then what do you do with that right. energy? Do you think it's gone? No, it's not yeah, gone. It's exactly. still there, but you are now yeah. not using it because you don't know how to use yeah. it. And there is no how. It's what would I like to create with the energy mm-hmm. I have available? Yeah, and, and I think what I would I like to, to be? I was, I was about to go, like I was about to ask about how, and I know, um, you know, in in access and using the tools of access consciousness, we we talk a lot about how it's not about the how. Um, but what you were just talking about um, walking with your clothes and um, you know being that invitation sexual energy, I was thinking about how much do we try to be sexual by dressing for someone else or putting makeup on for someone else and and what you're talking about is more about embodying that energy. Like, what if we dressed for ourselves? What if we, like, bought the most beautiful, sexiest bra and underwear that felt amazing on our bodies and wore that just for us and then chose clothes that feel amazing? You know, when you walk with them, how much are you now being that potent sexual energy rather than trying to do it for someone else's eyes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but what you have to get rid of is the judgment. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the judgment of you, the judgment of your body, the judgment of what you can be, of judgment of what you're willing to receive as a judgment of you. Because mm. how often would you dress up as a queen? And I mean, like, <laughs> not in a ballroom dress, but as a right. queen. Like, a, all your jewelries that go to... and. Femme fatale, like, I would like to emphasize, it's not about showing everything off you have. Femme fatale has elegance and exquisite energy to it, where there is only a few pieces with a very little effort, the greatest result, the most explosive result is created. Mm-hmm. And are you willing to walk in the room and feel like you own the room and all eyes are on you? Or are you hiding from that? Yeah. And that's how we choose our clothes. We choose our clothes and our jewelry and the way we walk just to make sure we receive enough judgment that we can handle rather than mm. own the world. That energy is like, yes, hi, I'm here. I was walking yesterday through a bar um, when I arrived to Waldorf Astoria and 
every time I went to the to get a new a plate for the with the when they had a brunch, people just kept looking at me, and I'm like, I'm not even dressed up properly. Like I'm wearing my simple dress and my high heels, and I have my hair done. But then I realized it's my being that just kept people drawing in and they kept looking. Like I would not have to even reach my bar place where I was sitting for everybody to know that they had to clean up the plate <laughs> and fill up my glass of champagne. Like there is that energy is like, wow, I actually feel like I'm treated like a queen. I'm treated like a queen. Are you willing to claim your throne with everything you be in the world, the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you think, the way you create in the world, the way you be the elegance of creation. And yeah, I think I, after the break, we have to come back to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I agree. So I was just going to say, I love that you said that we dress for just enough judgment that we can handle. That's cool. So let's explore that after the break. Um and and the and the whole claiming your throne thing, I love that too. So you guys are listening to Messy Adventures in Living with myself, <clears throat> your host Petrina Fava, and my guest Darianson. We'll be back soon. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava. Every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call... In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, 
Here's Katrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living with myself, Katrina Fava, and my guest, Daria Hansen. Before we get back to our conversation about Patel, I just wanted to mention we we briefly talked about the potency of birthing and and pregnancy with with us awesome femme fatale ladies. Um, I'm actually doing a free call tonight at 7.30, that's February the 8th, called Conscious Birthing and Beyond, Illusion to Reality. I'm a guest speaker on this series. So um, if you like Messy, if you like my Facebook page, Messy Adventures in Living or Petrina Fava, the links will be posted there. We're going to explore the topic of being and mothering and all of that cool energy. Um, so before we went to break, we were talking about um, handling just enough, um, sorry, creating just enough judgment that we can handle. And we all, there's just so much going on. I want to like talk about 10,000 things right now. Uh, but um, Daria said, um, are you willing to claim your throne? And I want to go there because when I was a really, really young kid, like little, like five, six, seven, I used to um, get this like big blanket that looked like a like a cape to me and walk around the house pretending that I was a queen. And my mom used to tease me all the time, and she used to and she says that, I, and I used to literally go around the house, walk around the house, and say, "I'm the queen, I'm the queen," and like bow my you know go around like with my head announcing that I was the queen. And over time, somehow I made that really wrong. Someone told me once when I was a teenager that when I walked down the street, I I used to walk with my nose in the air and that people thought I was a snob. And that, I I know that I literally locked that into my body because right after that, I immediately stopped doing that. And I clearly remember always walking with my head down looking at the sidewalk so somewhere in in my very young years i made that energy that energy of being the queen and walking with my head held high very wrong and turned right off and even now um so grateful for the tools of access embracing starting to embrace that more i get this thing that you were talking about daria about um creating just enough judgment that we can handle so, um, yeah, I don't know where you want to go with that. <laughs> well, it's, so your story is actually a perfect invitation into that energy. Um, and I'd like to point out there is this a huge energy charge and um, polarity that created in, as a, in us as a kid when we were talked about um, how we were being, basically, and what we made wrong. So you, first you were walking around with your nose up, let's say. Let's mm-hmm. have that intensified energy of what you actually were doing. You probably were not having your nose up. It's just your energy was like, I own the world. Hi, yeah. where, where's my servants? Um, Mom, <laughs> how come my tea is empty? And, uh, and then you went Sorry. in the total opposite, in the total extreme opposite. Exactly. And went, I'm going to hide me now, and I'm going to put my face down, my head down, and I'm going to just watch watch where I'm going next. I'm not going to look. Because as a 
energy that you were being when you were a kid, when you were pointed out to be snobby, you actually, what you probably were doing, and let me know if it feels light to you or heavy, because what makes us feel light is true for us, and what makes us feel heavy is a lie. Mm -hmm. You probably were looking at the future possibilities everywhere you went. And there is an intensity of energy that, that actually can be perceived as pretentiousness and snobbiness. But it's not. So everything you've done to lock that energy in your body as wrongness and everywhere you've twisted it into looking at the next step and the how to get to where you think you'd like to go rather than what you're aware of what you can create and where you can be, will you destroy and uncreate all that place and unlock it out of your body? Yes. Absolutely. Brent Vaughn, get back, pock, pot, all natural, boys and beyonds. And for those of you guys who don't know what this um, blurb was about, um, it, there's a beautiful tool of access consciousness. It's called clearing statement. That is like a magic wand. Anytime you ask a question, anytime you perceive a point of view or a limitation or something that you have locked in your world, you can simply unlock it by asking a question about it, like, what is that? And everything that is, I destroy and then create it all and use this magic wand, right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all nine choice, boys and beyond to do it or simply pock and pot. It literally just dissipates the energy of the creation of that point of view and limitation and the lockage of it in our world, yeah. which is really, really cool. And as you can probably perceive now, since we've used this pock and pot a few times now, there is more space over suddenly. Over suddenly, there's like a little dizziness that is showing up in our world. We, it's hard to catch like the thought process right now. And that's totally <laughs> normal. That's how we discombobulate our solidity of the reality we have been living as. And that that's the space you want to be in and ask what else is possible now. What choice do I have available to me now that can override my previous way of functioning in the world yeah actually i think that what else is possible energy was was part of what was there too which is what you were saying like looking up looking towards the future looking at everything and and being in that what else is possible like how much did i cut off my awareness of everything just by shifting my eyes to the ground right like energetically as well yeah that's exactly what you did to receive only yeah. enough judgment that you could yes. handle. Exactly. Because you could not, you didn't have words to explain or show to your mother or anybody else in the world who noticed that dynamic, intense energy that could have perceived as arrogant and um, snobby and pretentious. You could, you didn't have words to explain or show to them what you were aware of, what you were looking at. So when we don't have the cognitive capacity to explain something to the world, what we do, we turn it inside and we just hide it enough for us to still have a sense of that possibility, that it's, it, it is actually still there. We still hang on to it, but we're not going to outvert it and extend it and let it dynamically explode in the world where they you can't you don't have to explain anything to them. Mm-hmm. They can just perceive it and they cannot negate it anymore. But 
to do that, you have to intensify that energy yes. that they're talking about, not to turn it down. Right. And, that's and I, I think, too, like, I think, too, of what, what uh, for me, anyways, what I noticed after years when I looked at it, I was actually, like, like what you just said, I didn't totally cut it off. I knew it was in there, but I was hiding it just enough and hoping that other people would see it. Without yes. turn but without what you just said, without totally turning it up, it's like here. Let me just hide it just enough, and any somebody who really will see it is you know somebody who who who's so awesome that they'll really see it in me will pick it out and come up to me and tell me I'm awesome. It's like <laughs> that doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, and that's the it doesn't work because it's a validation. Oh. It's not actual acknowledgement that creates more. But with this turning it down, it's like mm-hmm. what we do with our beauty. To make the only reason when we choose we choose the tuning it down is because we're trying to make others around us comfortable, right? So that they like us and love us and are around us. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, is it what is creating the possibilities in the future and you in your life and your living as the expansiveness of exuberance of what is out there? Or is it creating only as little life as you can handle? Yeah. So everything numbers up times yeah. against the life. <laughs> Let's destroy and create all right one get back of part of natural poison beyond. Yes. I'm just looking in the chat room, um, there, um, Lizzie is saying, I always tried to be invisible and I'm now reversing that. How how do I not turn it down? It's almost so automatic. Well, first of all, you're ready, Lizzie. Are you like you passed the step one? You're aware when you do it, and when you become, and you might not always be aware of it, and that's okay. Like, do not guys judge yourself for not being always aware of when you go into the automatic response and shutting yourself down. But in the moments when you are aware, just say to yourself in your head, "Turn it up now," and just right now, look mm-hmm. at like. Perceive where you are at right now with your body, with your space of possibilities, with your business, with your creations, with whatever you are being and doing, and go, turn it up now. Is your body heating up right now? Turn it up more. Do you have all of a sudden a little more joy running through your body? Turn it up more. And just keep playing over suddenly. I have a smile right now that I can't stop. Yeah, Yeah, me too. (laughs) And it, it's like, so turn it up more. Turn it up more. Yeah, happy body. Like, the more you turn it up, the more happier you get. You know they say less on, we have to learn lessons? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you actually oh, are on. not. Yes, you are actually choosing to be less on. Because cool. you learn a lesson, so-called lesson. You learn that something did not work. And then right. you cut off that possibility from the future reality because this time it didn't work, but it actually might not be the way to do it. It might be how you neglect other future possibilities and refuse them and resist them. Because this time it might have not worked, but the next time you might have done it a different way. But you're not going to do it anymore because you decided that you can do it or you shouldn't be doing it. It's going to destroy something. 
So yeah, Uh-oh. anytime you go and make yourself less on, turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. And I know we're about to go on the break, but um, I will quickly sit, tell you guys a story. So when I got married to my second husband, who was 23 years older than me, all of his friends and his wife's friends, uh, I mean friends, yeah, wives of his friends, they all, like, I was aware dynamically of how much judgment they had to do of me with regards to themselves and themselves with regards to me mm-hmm. so that they could still figure out how they fit in the in the program, in this reality, and how they keep their husbands and not have them go and look for the younger girls. And what I did, I turned off my sexualness, my beauty. I turned it down so much that eventually after four years... <clears throat> I looked at my pictures and I said, where am I? Wow. Where's the bright and shiny light? I'm done. I don't care if anybody in the world loves me again. I want to see that bright light. And that's what I guys want you to choose too, where you do not care if anybody loves or likes you. You just love and like yourself and you be all of your intensity. And the funny part is the more I explore it, the more people love me now. Right? But I don't need exactly. to like me. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow it just happens. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Okay, so let's take a break. Don't go anywhere, you guys. We're having a great conversation about Femme Fatale. Uh, you're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with myself, Petrina Fava, and my guest, Daria Henson. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada, 
In the UK, 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at petrinafava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. We are having a great conversation about unlocking your femme fatale with Daria Hansen. Before we went to break, we were talking about um, lessons and, and, and having less on <laughs> and turning yourself down and, and instead actually asking to turn yourself up. And I was just uh, thinking over the, about um, two really cool things that I wanted to touch on. Um, one, the idea that you mentioned that um you know in response to other people's discomfort like we 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 turn ourselves up and then we're aware that other people are uncomfortable so we turn ourselves down and in an effort i think maybe because we learned that it's unkind to make other people uncomfortable but what i would like to explore is what if that's actually not unkind and what if it is unkind to the world, to the people that you're interacting with, but also to the world to turn yourself down. Because, you know, being in your femme fatale energy, unlocking your femme fatale is not really just about you, right? It's about creating more possibilities in the world and how much are you limiting what can be created in the world and how much you can change the world by, by keeping your femme fatale in this tiny little box rather than unlocking and unleashing it on the world. Um, so do you want to look at that, like how we think it's an unkindness uh, to do that, but actually it's not. It's it's creating greater. So I, like, I've done it for years, ever since mm. um, I was five, actually. That's the time when I, the, the majority of that energy of the femme fatale, and I know it's weird to talk about someone as a femme fatale at the age of five, but that energy is there when you're born. It's not something you develop. You're born with that energy. And Mm -hmm. at the age of five, I I had no doubt about my body. I had no doubt about my future. I had no doubt about the money reality. I had no doubt that I will have whatever the freak I want to have in my life, and I will have it now. Yep. And I had that energy of demand and command in my world where I would walk in the room and say, you know, guys, I know you're having a good party over here, and my, I need my mom and my dad. You all need to go home now. Um, they're going to put yep. you to sleep. <laughs> and nobody it. could say a word to that and oppose to me, and they would get up and walk away. Exactly. Is it unkindness? Or was I also aware that they were done too, but because they're having a good time, sometimes you overdo it, and then you're hurt in the morning. So was it unkindness, or was it kindness to me and kindness to them? It just doesn't look the way you think it should. It's what I've noticed later in life when after I was told a lot of things about myself where um, it's like, no, you can't do this, you can't be that. You cannot demand like this. You cannot walk into the adult room and command everybody to do what you want them to do. And I locked it down. I kept it away, like, uh, at the arm's length so that sometimes when I really, really need it, I can bring it in and use it um, in in hiding so I don't even know that I'm using it. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. So I cannot judge myself for it. But I had it over there, um, and but I didn't use it enough for me to create my reality that worked for everybody. And what I did, I allowed people choose for choose always choose what works for them, and I would adjust accordingly. And what I noticed, it never worked out for neither of us. At the end, it actually was not the greatest creation that could be possible. And when I looked at all of the situations, without regret of me not choosing to be the commander and the demander, just with like the curiosity of what could have been different, I realized that if I stepped up in certain situations and I said and actually said what worked for me, mm-hmm. a lot of things that didn't work could have actually worked. Right. But I have I. I still have, but in a very different way now, this amazing respect for other people's choices. But now I'm willing to also choose for me and let them choose for them regardless whether our choices are coherent or not. And that's the energy of kindness that you are willing to let others choose what works for them and let yourself choose what works for you with no regret, no outcome attached to it, and total freedom of what is possible. So I used to be this person who would want to be in the midst of everything. Um, I go to the conferences and I want to be part of the big group and go and have great big chats and stuff. And then I realized that I never made a choice of where I wanted to go. I just went with the flow of where everybody else went. And very mm-hmm. often, I would not actually have um, as, like, I would not be enjoying the food or I would not be enjoying the ambience. And there was always something that eventually I would have to, tw- like, make people um, make a different choice. And not from, like, I don't like it, uh, we're going to leave. But in a different way, like, what else? Do you guys right. love it? Or, like, shall we go somewhere else? And we always eventually, cool. it's funny, had a different different kind of fun that was working for everybody, including me, at the different place. Mm-hmm. And that's when I noticed, oh, my God, I'm not willing to lead. I'm not willing to lead my life. I'm willing to be following. And yeah. it doesn't work for me all the time. Sometimes, like, the willingness to follow is great because you can then follow your awareness. You can then follow the lightness. You can then follow what works for you. But if you are not willing to lead, you always have to follow everything and everyone else. Sam Fatal doesn't we, do that. And you... Oh, sorry. I was just going to say we are right at the end. <laughs> so thank oh you, my for uh, Join us again. Thanks for playing with us <laughs> on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.